Well, hello everyone, it's Pam. It's time to Pammy's Chit Chat Podcast. Let's do it. Let's talk a little bit about some stuff going on. On this date, I always like to do those on this date. Sometimes it's about Gary and I personally, my mate Gary and I. Um, Sometimes it's about things in history, but they're fun. They're kind of fun today to do. But on this date in 1973, after five years imprisoned by North, uh, the, the uh, North Vietnamese, uh, John McCain was released from that torture that he endured. Now, let's contrast that with the current POTUS in the same year. Because, it, you know, this is a side-by-side kind of thing. Uh, Donald Trump, in that same year, 1973, he was being sued by the Justice Department. Well, those days are over. Justice Department, pocket, you know, uh, for systematically excluding African-Americans and Puerto Ricans from apartments he owned. So, there you have that. Oh, let's see. Oh, birthdays today. The incredible Angela Lansbury is 95. I've, I've spoken about her before and how much I liked her in different films that she's been in. Um, I never did watch, um, oh, the crime show. Oh, what is her crime show? Uh, the, uh, you know, where she was the detective, Jessica Fletcher. Anyway, I know her name in the, in the show, whatever that was. Um, but as a serious actress and, uh, just a fun actress. She played Elvis's mother in uh, Blue Hawaii. And she, if I'm not mistaken, she was either slightly younger or the same age at that time as Elvis Presley. And uh, she played his mother. And this is also the birthday of one of my favorite people who was also, um, you know, had a tortured life in a lot of ways. They had some of the the greatest sayings, and um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan, Oscar Wilde, the amazing Oscar Wilde, he said, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it just a little bit, because I'm not looking at notes right now, I'm not looking at notes today, um, he said, uh, life is is way too important to ever be taken seriously, and that's a paraphrase, so forgive me for that, uh, the great I thought comedic and really underrated comedic actress uh, Anne Morgan Gilbert, who played Millie Helper. That's really um, in reruns of watching the Dick Van Dyke show. Never watched it when it was on originally, but Gary and I did watch it. Um, uh, Anne passed away in 2018, I believe. Uh, 2016, something like that. But she also played, like, the grandmother character on The Nanny. If you remember the show, Fran Drescher, um, The Nanny, she played her grandmother. But I preferred her uh, very much so on uh, on uh, The Dick Van Dyke Show. It's Millie Helper. She was a great kind of, you know, Ethel Mertz, kind of the sidekick to uh, the ever-proper uh, and perfect, really, um, Mary Tyler Moore. I did like the Dick Van Dyke show because it showed a married couple a little a little more real than than uh, than they had had shown a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. People are really wanting to call the police all the time on 
things that I don't really understand. In Ohio, uh, Cleveland, to be exact, there was a, a church called St. Barnabas. It's an Episcopal church in Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. And in order to call attention to the homeless issue there in Cleveland, I have been to Cleveland uh, when we were living in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. Um, the, the, there was a, they had a, a, a statue. It was actually a, a piece, piece of art, really. But it was life-size. It, it is a, a park bench with a sleeping Jesus on it, covered up with a blanket. It, it does look real. I mean, kind of. I mean, it's all gray. I mean, looking at the photo, it's a, it's a it's a great statue, but I'm not sure how you really would think that's a real person. But anyway, about 20 minutes after it was unveiled in the at the church on the grounds of the church, the cops showed up at the church, and the priest had to have a conversation with the police, who he said were very nice. Um, and the, the priest wanted to give the woman, the person, the benefit of the doubt and said probably good intentions. Um, maybe, you know, maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure about that. But uh, if you get a chance, look up that statue because it's really quite, quite compelling. And it's temporary, he's, the priest said, just trying to call attention to a very, very serious problem. The priest name of that church is Alex uh, Martin. He is the priest of St. Barnabas Church there in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, okay, the dueling town hall things, presidential candidates thing went on last night. Did not watch it. Did not watch it. Instead, uh, did other things instead of that because I knew I would see enough of it. Cliff Stone's version of it's really all I want at this point. But what came, two things came out of it, and I'm going to link a song from a, a, a Trump rally to, uh, not from the town hall meeting, but from a rally, to a, a TV show. So hang on for that. But uh, the, the most interesting thing that came out, Gary mentioned it to me in the car today when we were running around doing stuff, and then... Um, I, I, I found it too. There was a woman at the at the town hall meeting with Trump, and when it came time for the audience questions, this woman started out by saying, um, complimenting him. Uh, that's that's a way to to win favor. This is a this woman is a registered Republican who is leaning toward Joe Biden, which is really voting for Biden, which I don't know. But she she complimented. Trump on his smile and said he should smile more. Well, she's not wrong about that because I have never seen someone so scowly, so uh, with worst expression all the time. I mean, we all have them, but his is like all the time filled with hate. Melania is not much better. And poor Barron, he just looks robotic. I've, I mean, he, he's like there's no movement when he, he doesn't move his body. when He, he just stands perfectly rigid and no smile, so... Uh, that kid. But anyway, this woman, uh, her name is Paulette Dale. And here's why I bring up Paulette by fangirling out on Trump and telling him he has this, uh, quote, great smile, unquote. 
said that Trump gave her an awkward smile. She doesn't really know how to do a genuine smile and said thank you. And she told him he was handsome when he smiled. Now, that's where she loses me. Loses me. Telling him he should smile more. All right. Loses me when she says he's handsome. I'm sorry. No. But here's here's what came out of that. This just went crazy uh, on social media today. And people want that to be on Saturday Night Live. And they want the incomparable Allison Janney to play Paulette. And I can see that so much. And I I think Allison Janney is so, so talented. Huge. See, I'm fangirling out on, on Allison Janney. Uh, but if you recall, when uh, the fans or, you know, there's people, there's kind of started a movement for Brad Pitt to play uh, Dr. Fauci. He did, and it was so brilliant and so funny. And, and Facebook really, uh, if you remember a few years ago, had the, the started the movement for Betty White to host Saturday Night Live. And she did, and the funniest thing she said, the most memorable thing she said, was that in, when it all started, she didn't even know what Facebook was. She said, but then when I found out, you know, I think it's a complete waste of time. You know, she had something to that effect. Uh, it's, uh, she's not wrong. She's not wrong about that. Um, did you see the story about the guy who shoplifted a load of merchandise from a Forever 21? If you're familiar with that store a little bit, it's in the mall. Um, apparently, they appeal to young people who are on a budget and uh, so with the wish to be Forever 21. Uh, but anyway, this guy was chased by security and he ended up in a parking garage, uh, several flights up and he goes over the side and he's clinging to the side, hanging onto the merchandise and the, it's the yeah, video, the security guy is telling me, you know, you, you messed up, man. I won't say what he said exactly, but there's, you know, you got to give it up. You got to give it up. And this guy's hanging on and he let go. And he hung on to the merchandise, and he let go. And he did uh, fall into some shrubs. And uh, I have often thought, if we have a fire, we're in a we're in a condo. We have one of those ladders, you know, that you hang over the side. It unfolds. It's uh, it's pretty narrow actually, but it hooks on, and you can climb down in part way, and then fall the rest of the way. And if we did that from our condo, we would also fall into to shrubs. And we've looked down there before and go, that would hurt. That would really hurt a lot. So you'd have to, like, have the forethought to throw your mattress down there first if you could or something to break that. Because, man, even though it would break your fall a bit, it's still going to hurt you. You're going to end up in the hospital if you, if you don't, you know, croak from that fall. But this guy, this guy, this young guy, uh... He hit those shrubs, and it, man, you know, it had to go into his back. Because, you know, think about it. When they clip shrubs, that's just, like, not good. But he got up, and he started to run away, and, and he still had some merchandise. He ran back and grabbed more merchandise, and he got away. Now, the moral of the story, for me, if you're going to do that, baby, make it a better store than Forever 21. <laughs> so, anyway, um... The Trump organization, the, the campaign people, never get permission 
to use songs. They have been sued. They have been uh, handed cease and desist letters from almost every group they've used because none of the, you know, none of the, the real excellent, <laughs> you know, reputable groups want him using their music. He really needs to stick with uh, Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, that sort of thing. Latest one is Phil Collins. At a recent out or a rally, uh, they used In the Air Tonight. Now, that's wrong on so many levels. That's a great song. and But given what we're dealing with, COVID, In the Air Tonight, I mean, how much more cruel uh, stuff, you know, how much, could they be more tasteless, I guess is what I'm, just, just, you know, tone deaf, as Melania's jacket said in the beginning of their administration, when they were going to see the kids in cages, I really don't care to you, you know, and they really don't, I mean, it's incredible, now he's having rallies all over this state, we are never going to get out of, because uh, he won't get out of the state, getting people together, maskless, so Florida's screwed, you know, not only are we going to be covered in water because nobody believes in, in his administration uh, in uh, climate change, and they've tried to do everything to the planet they could to go the opposite way, um, we're never going to come out of COVID because of, of what he's doing with uh, these stupid rallies all over Florida. I get it. He needs Florida, but and he probably will have it, and Texas as well. And probably Arizona. I just wish he'd go away. I really, really do, because we would like to come out of this somehow. But anyway, Phil Collins has issued cease and desist immediately to Trump's uh, campaign people. Stop using the song, and you know it could go could go beyond that. The funny thing to me is reading the comments. You trigger his people, and they come for you quickly, and they're, you know, talking, they're, they're slamming Phil Collins for his age, you know, that, you know, he's just no guy, doesn't matter, blah, blah. and it's just funny to me, because the guy you're defending for POTUS, yeah, well, let's talk age, let's talk age, shall we, it's so stupid, age doesn't have anything to do with anything in life, it really, truly does not, some who are 20 are, are lazy slobs who do nothing, Tony Bennett, who I've even lost track of his age, still going strong the last I heard, performing live, still had a great voice. So cut the age crap. Cut the age crap. America's the worst uh, about it. You've traveled to other countries, they don't. They don't. It's not an issue. Everybody lives their life, does their thing, and, and a good time is had by all. But I will tell you that um, how people will come for you about Trump on social media. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, how this ties to a TV show. There is a really bad show on, and I, out of desperation, you begin to, to click on anything that's streaming. That'll give you one episode after another. There is a show called Emily in Paris. It's a Darren Star show. And it stars Lily Collins, who is the daughter of Phil Collins. She's a pretty girl. Um, she has those statement eyebrows that you kind of can't get past that I talked about the other day. And the the, uh, the girl and a woman in Chicago who does the rehabbing. Uh, but she's a, the show's terrible. I mean, it is absolutely terrible. Everything about it is terrible. I watched it all the way through, let it run through. Gary was probably watching sports. I um, was hanging out, and I just let it run, and it is truly a horrible show. She goes 
well, it's just bad. I'm not even going to tell you how really bad it is. But she's she is uh, Phil Collins' daughter. She's 31 years old. She's playing a, in her words, a girl she thinks is about 22. Uh, the character that is written for her. Um, the writing is is absolutely horrible, and her delivery of it is also not good. As someone brought up, why do all of these people that get these plum jobs, why, are, why is it all nepotism? Well, it starts at the top in the country. <laughs> That's all I can say. But the people do come for you. Uh, on um, social media, when you go, when you say anything, make <laughs> any comment, I'm telling I'm laughing because it's funny. There was a point midway through this horrendous administration when uh, I couldn't take it anymore. It's like it really, <laughs> it was really bothered me because I hated the sea. I care about the country. I came from a patriotic family, my, my, my mom and dad, and and. You know, that's I grew up that way, respecting the country. It's a great country. So it has really pained me greatly to see. And so it's it's out of care that I have cared so much. And, and to the point where Gary, Gary's suggestion, as I've said before, I started a new Facebook uh, account and, uh, and uh, did a major, major dump of uh, hundreds of people and started over... Um, with with uh, a very very small group of people on Facebook, but what's funny to me now, now that that we're coming to the election, and it could be stolen and it could be turned to the to the Supreme Court, and it it, it could be another four years of horror. Clearly, cl- clearly understand that people are lining up in droves today in Ocala to go to one of his maskless uh, super spreader events. So yeah, you know, it's uh, it's very possible places like Texas, Arizona and Florida that uh, and many others that could carry him. But <clears throat> now I'm to the point where it's funny. You go on there and they, they these and it's mainly men. It's mainly men, a few women, but mainly men who want to come for you. And they want to mansplain something to you. They want to they want to uh, name call and and it, now, as I tell my friend on Facebook, now it's to the point of being funny where I'm collecting huh, I'm collecting these comments to me as I'm going to do a, a version of a, of a slam book or a burn book. And uh, it put it all together in this little thin, <laughs> leaflet kind of thing after this election is over. Because it gets to be funny. I mean, when they, they really think they're going to they're gonna hurt you. The commenting throughout this administration has never uh, hurt. I've, I have thin skin. Hey, as I said, somebody called me pathetic. I said, come on, you know, you can do better than that. Uh, I called, got called pathetic in first grade. I mean, come on, you know. And, and she said, uh, and she said, seriously, this, you know, that's all you got. And my response to her was, you know, actually, you know, no, I have, I have much more. My vote. Seriously. Uh but uh, what has pained me in, in, in why I did purge is not comments directed toward me, but comments made by other people to see what was going on in the country and not really realizing or having the realization of the racism and the hate and the misogyny and the xenophobia, all of that. That has that bubbled up in just reading Americans 
saying these things and really attacking their fellow Americans. That is what has bothered me. Not anything coming for me. Come for me and bring your lunch, honey, because you're going to need it. If you're going to try to bring me down, listen, listen, you, th that's the thing. Coming for a stranger, you don't know their gene pool. You don't know the gene pool they, they sprouted from and grew from and, and dwelled within. So go ahead, go ahead. But it's, it's seeing the, the damage uh, being done in the, in the things I, I knew there was stuff out there. I just didn't know the magnitude of it. And that's what is, has hurt to see. It really has. And to change your opinion of, of things and people. That's what's been hurtful. Not people coming for me personally. Like, bring it on. I'll put it in my burn book. Put it on Amazon. Um, so there we are. It's Friday. And I think Gary and I are going to do a, a podcast for our GX2 uh, podcast. I think, I think that that's what we're going to do today. The, on this day uh, in 2019, we had been touring the wine country uh, a couple of days, like yesterday and the day before, we were touring the wine country uh, in California. And today, I noticed in my memories, it popped up, we were doing laundry at a Hilton in San Francisco because we were just about to hit the road again. So, um, boy, what a difference a, a year makes, huh? Uh, do a good deed. Be nice to someone if they deserve it. <laughs> I'm flexing on that a bit. Uh, keep it real. Keep on keeping on. We appreciate you. Visit us at NorthPondBeachLife.com and our YouTube channel by the same name. Check us out at GX2, our other podcast. We're just getting it going. Not much there yet, but uh, we intend to change that. Thanks for being here, Gary, and I appreciate it.